driving you insane when you're copping all the blame. Choosing from barely bearable names, reflecting on your dad game and your dad you came. Assembling cuts and frames, not to mention that tantrum shame and your dad you came. Sit back, there ain't no blame to reflect is our main game and your dad you Welcome, gentlemen, to the Aren't You Dad You Came podcast. My name's Moon, and this is Katz, and we're here just to talk about fatherhood. Mr. Katz, you've got a few things happening in the next well, few days, yes, potentially. It's very exciting, very exciting that uh, after many years, and we'll talk about IVF in future episodes, but we went through a major IVF um, bout two or three years uh, where we thought it wouldn't happen, but uh, we are expecting, technically, tomorrow we're expecting. Our, our first child, a baby, and I know you've got... I've got the two, the two little ones. I've got a four-year-old, two-year-old, and I've got two girls, and you're expecting a girl. Expecting a girl, yep. So we're experts in... We're going to be experts in fathers of daughters. We're going to be experts in nothing. <laughs> uh, that's the whole idea of this, is uh, to try to probably more reflect on what the issues are rather than actually say, hey, do it this way. More reflect and give an opportunity to reflect and maybe... Maybe we can share some of our ideas or things that happen, but um, we're certainly not saying we're experts in any area. You're going to be more. I'm going to be asking you questions about what to yeah, expect. Yeah, but I'm always going to default to the fact that you've got to make your own way with this kind of thing. They don't come with an instruction manual, so you got to work it out for yourself. It's more fun that way. Yeah, well, that's been part of what I've been doing. Is just saying, hey, yep, that might be a great experience that you had, but I cannot guarantee that's going to be the same experience. Yeah, every kid's different. Every person's different. Every situation's different. You know, I'm coming into this at you know, 44 years old, so it's a bit different for me than a lot of people I'm talking to already. Um, but we're both teachers, which is a we bring, our, I guess, the experience of working with children to it to this. Um, but fatherhood's a whole different ball game. Yeah, I keep thinking in my head that oh, I know how to run a year five class. This will be easy. <laughs> but then I don't change nappies in a year five class and. Yeah, so there's going to be a lot of new things. The sleep deprivation is one that, that I'm yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but you realise that's not you. That's You're dealing with a, a partner who's got sleep deprivation is more of a problem. And I'm going to have sleep deprivation as well. Well, you will to a certain extent, but it's more so you're dealing with someone else who's got a severe sleep deprivation. And, you, and you're on edge. They're really on edge. Yeah, so they're going to be irrational, but... I just want, how's, how's this going to be different than normal? <laughs> <laughs> well, now they've got an excuse for it. It's cool. Got a reason yeah. of what that was. Yeah. <laughs> no, my, so I guess, as I said, the main thing is with this, I reckon, is that you, you're going to make it up as you go along and everyone's going to tell you this is the way that it could be done or should be done. Um, but the reality is, once that baby is in your arms, it's a whole different ball game. It's your ball game and no one else knows how, how to play that game. Yeah, and that's actually been maybe it's because I'm a bit older, maybe it's because I expected that it, it wouldn't happen, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to have a plan. The whole idea is like how can you have a plan for something you don't know what it's going to be like? Everyone can say it's going to be this or it's going to be that, or but the reality is like like my teaching career, just turn up work it out. I've done that for so many years. Why, why couldn't I do it there? Do I know the answers to it? No, but I'm pretty confident that I'll be able to work a way around. I'm going to MacGyver this stuff. Yeah. 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 Oh, there's a lot of duct tape in this. Absolutely. <laughs> Just, okay. 
appetite. And I guess the other thing too, let's let's go back a bit. Like um, both you and I have had uh, interesting experiences with our own dads. Yeah. Um, and so looking back and reflecting on, I guess, who our role models are and who we look at, um, who are who, who is it that you – what are yeah, so I guess guides. I'll go through a little bit of history. So mine, I have a, a, can you have a love-hate relationship with your dad? I guess I do. Um, he he did some amazing things. He was actually a really magical type person and there were moments in our childhood where he's magical, but a lot of the time we were pretty scared of him and petrified for, for valid reason. Um, and he ended up doing some, some pretty bad things. He's the most, you know, someone who's highly intelligent but – very poorly educated. You know, he's one of those type of people. And, and I know for a fact that his childhood was, was pretty bad and there was a bit of, you know, violence and a bit of abuse in that too. So I guess we didn't have the perfect model, but there are certainly some really positive things that I would take from what he's given us. Like we're all, you know, I've got two older brothers and a younger sister and um, my two older brothers have got kids as well. And so they've been great with, as, as fathers. So we've got enough. Like I think he tried to do the right thing. But he just didn't know how to do it. And a lot of time there's a lot of you know, anger and rage in that. So how he kind of dealt that out was not the way I'm going to. Um, but I, there were also some really good elements, like he created some really good things for us in terms of you know, our relationship to sport, for example, where he would come and play sport with us. It was you know, a lot of dads probably didn't even at that time. Like it's, how much has it changed mm. from the eight, growing up in the 80s to now? Like my dad wasn't at any of our labors. Yeah. But that was normal. That was yeah. standard. That's what you do. But even this, that the fact that we're having a conversation, right? So we've, it's a network. You lean on each other as fathers. You are more open to chat about things. Back then they were the leader of the family and it would be shame if you felt that you doubted or you had, you weren't sure about anything. So they probably didn't speak so much to each other. Yeah. You know, I know my dad, he's like, Pretty much a similar story to you. Had a pretty rough trip with his dad growing up, um, and that's all he knew. And so he was also pretty strict. And you know, um, as you said, I, I was pretty scared of my dad growing up as well. But that's all he knew. And there wasn't a podcast for him to jump on or listen to. There probably weren't too many books. And even if it what there was, there was he wasn't going to go out and read those books. Um, he had one. He was one of seven brothers. He was the youngest. And they so all he they fought all, his way into it. Yeah, yeah. He, he, they all pretty much followed in the same path as their dad, as far as being you know pretty uh, distant and and that kind of thing. So that's all they know. That's mm. all he knew. So um, this is, I guess, why we're doing this podcast, right? Like, yeah. we're regularly you and I regularly having these chats. So over the last nine months, you and I, you've been asking me lots of questions, and I've pretended to be the expert. Mm. Um, but just having the chats and having someone else that you can speak to is actually quite a refreshing, yeah. you know, and actually helps you build yourself as a teacher or as a teacher, as a father. Mm. Um, but also as a teacher too is it's a good thing that we would, you know, we've often talked about boys and now we can talk about fathers and so forth and see how that works. I mean, the reality is people don't really talk about that stuff and they're starting to, and we'd like to be part of that conversation. But yeah, in no circumstances are we ever saying that we know what to do. We're just going to reflect on our experiences and hopefully bring some kind of conversation, some sort of reflection. If, if all that people do is reflect on their practice and what we say, then that's probably a great 
thing to have. Um, at worst, it might help us work through our problems. Yeah, and absolutely. I can answer asking well, you lots of questions. I, get, I always think back to um, you know, one time early days with I, my first, so my oldest one is four years old, and uh, the first couple of days, our first couple of weeks was really rough with sleep. I was joking about that earlier, but it is pretty rough. And um, I came into work, I was pretty tired that next day and someone else came up to me and obviously picked up on that I was pretty tired and they said to me, this time shall pass. You know, and those words just stuck with me all the way through. So the next time I had a bit of a rough night, I was just like, this time shall pass. Mm-hmm. And that's that conversation, right? That's that uh, that's ability to have that open conversation, to recognise when someone needs a bit of a chat or whatever, yeah. just a bit of a lending hand. I think that's really It's powerful. that sort of advice that other fathers give so well. Like they go, they just say this, this time of path rather than, oh, I had this and this is what I did. I went through this and, and they're like solving your problem. And you're like, I don't want it. Just, just let me know it's going to be all right yeah. so I can make my way through it. Um, yeah, and I guess then that's what we'd like to do, I guess, is to be able to say, you know, this is our experience don't necessarily do it our way, but yeah, you know, it's going to be okay. If we talk about it, work together, we're going to be all right. Yeah. Well, that's the way. I, that's why I'm going into it. Is that I, I know nothing, but I'm pretty confident I can make it work. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing, also too, um, you know, we've both got great partners that we know we're going to be able to lean on, and and they, you know, you're going through this together. So there's always someone else there that is experiencing this with you. So when you think about other times which have been challenging in your life, a lot of the time you've probably been alone mm. and you've had to deal with that by yourself, whereas, you know, we're both fortunate we've got great partners that where you go through this experience together. But even in saying that, it's a different conversation with another with another guy as it is to with your partner. It is. Um, yeah. And I reckon having that, having the conversation and having that outlet, it, it allows <laughs> – you, you almost conform to a way of, of being as a man when you're around you know, your partner and you're around, um, yeah, and in within society, we don't tend to you know, behave like the men that we normally are. Um, but when you chat to you and I are a good example, we, we work in the teaching, which is, you know, you've got to, you can't be an aggressive man in teaching. You've got to know what your, what your limitations are. And so one of our ways is to just go and grab a coffee together so we can talk like normal people. Um, and I think that's important in fatherhood too, like going to conversations and be able to say say it as it is as a man and not be ashamed by that or be able to go in and just say, well, gosh, this is crazy, you know, and people to understand rather than wanting to solve your problem. I think guys do that really well and there's a – no, there's a gap. There's a gap of that occurring for fathers, I think, uh, unless you've got some really good mates who are in the same sort of situation or you've got brothers or or even your own father. I know that a lot of people talk about you know, them talking to their fathers about fatherhood when they become, um, which is something I don't know if I'll be able to do, but you've done you've done a, a bit. You talk to other. Yeah, absolutely. I think also too, I think uh, – Thinking back to the early days, like obviously as your kids get older too, like they start to attend things like kindergarten and they start to go to school sport or sports and things like that and you meet other fathers. But in those early days, it is pretty lonely in a sense of unless you have someone else who's had a, you know, they've just had a baby themselves or, you know, a young, like you're not, like mums have the mother's networks, you know, they go along to mother's club or whatever it's called. Um, I can't remember, I've forgotten the name, but, but for dads, 
generally we don't do that yeah. kind of thing. And yeah. so this is, that's increasing, but it's probably not something that, and it's something I'll be open to going to, but when, when are you going to fit it in? Yeah. Like it's not, it's just another, it's another thing to fit in. Yeah. And I guess, uh, you know, in our case, you know, my partner's going to be staying at home for at least the first few months if not more, right? So she's going to have that as her primary and I'm going to have to roll up to work and try to work that and then when I get home, um, do I want to fit in? If if I have some spare time, I want to catch up with brothers and mates yeah. just if I can, you know, or maybe, you know, catch up with some exercise that I've missed throughout. So the priority of catching up with other dads probably decreases. But that's where that pod, this podcast comes that's in. Exactly if you're going for right. a run, yeah. chuck this in your ears and you're have driving a to work. Yeah. Have a listen, have a think, maybe respond um, to us or get engaged in the conversation, which we're going to be talking about in future, some ways that we can get some interaction from, from the audience who are listening in. And even some maybe some uh, other guest speakers at a at different stages of their fatherhood. Yeah, um, I, I know that we've got a really great mentor that both you and I tap into here at our school. Definitely. Who's got um, a few older kids, you know, teenagers and so, and he'd, he'd be a great resource and I'm sure there'll be other people that we can uh, yeah. bring on and, and yeah, kind of see, let get a head, st- head up or head start of what's coming up kind of thing. Yeah, and some of the, like, I think often you see in a podcast that you get experts in. And experts are great because they know what they're talking about. <laughs> the reality is you go, oh, yeah, they've done all the research. That's not really my experience. And so possibly having people who are real, people who actually do it and who have uh, circumstances, you know. Some of my best friends are, are going through different circumstances, me and they, um, you know, sort of step-parent scenarios and things like that. We can have them in and talk to them about what, what's been happening because that's, real for them yeah and of course i'm going to be asking about what's to come for me so the next thing that's so here's my question the next thing that's coming we don't know if we're going to be induced or if we're going to be net we're hoping for the natural we're going to be a little over i think i'm I'm guessing maybe monday next week but uh, are we going to run a book we should be running a book on this we've had a few books happening and so a lot of people are are out of it already ah okay so thanks for inviting me Um, Can you come in late? Can you come in late? <laughs> well, I've changed my, my yeah, uh, bet a couple of times. I thought it was going to be early, but now I think she's going to run over. Um, and that's then, tomorrow. Yeah, that's tomorrow. Yeah. So it still could happen. Still could happen. But it's unlikely. You've got, have you got your phone on now? I've got my phone on. Because uh, the story goes that um, the cats um, earlier in the week, um, phone was ringing. It was his partner calling. He was, was just, class. He was I just was finishing, class. finishing my class. If you've had a year five class... You, you don't want to just stop when you when you're on your roll. You're about to just, just close it down. It was some of my finest work. <laughs> Phone goes. Phone goes. And you just dilemma. Did, you did the swipe right ignore. I didn't swipe right ignore. <laughs> I let it go through to the keeper. Um, but then I ring back within two minutes. So this yeah. is like you think, oh gosh, that's serious. Ring it back. Like okay, all right. You're in the car, I assume, or you've called. Someone's taking you to hospital, and I can meet you there. No, no, no. Can you just? You pick this up on the way home. Bananas, wasn't it? Bananas. That's priority. <laughs> like, when, you've got my time. When she needs bananas, get bananas. I know, but it wasn't like an extreme. Well, to be honest, actually, you, you've got a way pretty – I've got to say, like we've had a chat about this, you've got a way pretty pretty well during this nine months. It's been good. Like, with those kind of crazy demands. Yeah. Like, you haven't had many. Even like things like cravings, she's hardly had those. She'll eat – 
you know, dessert every night and chocolate and there's stuff happening all the time. <laughs> there's constant eating. So I'll get up in the morning and there'll be like, you know, some, a, trail. Uh, a, tra- tra- a trail of food that I just quickly tidy up while she's still snoring and I'm trying to get up and go to work. Great. Fantastic. And when, you know, when she's done that, that's awesome. So those things have changed, but she hasn't, like even early days, there wasn't a lot, of, like stomach was a bit blue and she felt funny, but there wasn't what you hear there wasn't some really bad morning sickness or anything how did you go so we had um so two probably pretty different but similar so we had pretty rough pregnancies so um we were quite lucky my partner worked at a um ultrasound clinic during both pregnancies so um but we had some pretty uh yeah hairy medical kind of issues fortunately touch wood everything yeah worked out fine um but as far as cravings with the f- second one, Lucy was Lucy was fine, um, but with the first, um, I remember she'd make demands on salt and vinegar chips. I'd run down to Seven Eleven, get the salt and vinegar chips. By the time I got back, she didn't want salt and vinegar chips anymore. And was it? That, look, I, I get the feeling that it was quite an aggressive. Like, here's what you can do: is salt and vinegar chips. Why didn't you know I wanted chicken? Is that that sort of thing? Um, no, she she just generally moved on. Like she's a pretty fit person, like, like like generally pretty healthy. So I think in the time that I was spent driving down, she'd worked out maybe that wasn't the best choice for her. Um, but if I'd maybe suggested that, yeah. that wouldn't have gone down well. That yeah, would so not have gone down you're well. right. I've been pretty lucky with that. Yeah, sort of you stuff. have. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but so you meant what's what's to yeah, come? So okay, so what's to I, come? So I'm going to get the call, and then okay, and I, what happens? I must preface this so with both of ours. They, the baby, the girls went out through the sunroof. So the... Fair enough. Yeah, so we... I didn't have to... So you knew when it, you had an appointment? No, no, not the first one. The first one was an emergency. So uh, I was actually at work. We had a late night at work that night and um, got the call, said, I'm not feeling great. I'm going to go down to the hospital. Can you meet us there? Met them there and um, they put us on the machine and then that baby's coming out in an hour. So it was pretty scary, but just to go into that a little bit. So um, we, what happened, so Lucy, uh, Lucy had, had a placental abruption, which is way where the placental, placenta has moved away from the, the wall. Um, so it could be, you know, we we're very lucky that she went down there at that point. Um, and it turns out that her umbilical cord was only six centimetres long. Oh, really? Yeah. That's like tiny, right? Tiny. So all the way through that, this is why all the way through we'd had like some issues that were measuring like the, the blood flow through the umbilical cord um, and it was all a bit, always coming out really strange, the, the values and stuff, but the reason was the umbilical cord was just so short. So, yeah, that was an emergency so, one. And, and all those ultrasounds. Exactly. Well, sound. they can't pick it up. They can't oh. actually see that particular so, aspect like of it. They see- knew something was wrong but not what. They didn't know what it was. So they go through like they look at like they went through the toes and oh. every bone in the body pretty much. Yeah. But yet they can't pick that stuff up. It's- I think yeah. I don't, I'm not even. I don't even know if they knew what they were looking for. If they if, if they, they knew they, they could, could have actually yeah. pick it up. I think it's just one of those things that's you can't see on there. And then with uh, with Taya because of her history, it was a it was a booked in. It's casual like nine o'clock. Come yeah, when, down, you, when do you want? We got in the oh, we've got a game footy on that stopped. night, so if it can be just after that, yeah, that'd exactly. be great. Missed the traffic, stopped off at Macca's, got a coffee on the way. It was like calm as got to there. And, you know, 
dropped dropped uh, the first one off at the mother-in-law's in the morning, and yeah, it was casual as so. So we've got we've got set up like so we figured we'd probably be in hospital by now, but that's, that hasn't happened. So Monday we had the appointment, and then now we're getting tracing just to check that everything's okay. Yeah, everything's going fine. There's no, it's just going to go a little over, I think. Um, but not ready to come out. Um, but I was talking to a colleague here who said that she went into labor, uh, and her hubby went to work for two days while she was still kind of in labor because she's just pot- pottering around the house and just ages. And then finally hospital. And like, so how far was she afterwards though? Or did she, had she gone over a date? I don't know. I think she was after, yeah. I'm not sure. So I assume, you see, if it's your first and you go over, plus we're a little older, I think they've got a few more concerns, like they really keep an eye on it. Um, I would and say- And your baby's pretty big, isn't it? Yeah, no, normal size. Like see that all, it, all those sort of things have been like 50%, oh. 50% aisle, pretty much in and around there. Um, plenty of space around and everything. So we're just kind of waiting, really. We're waiting to, for you know, her to be ready. But I guess it's also the part, my partner to be ready for her to have. Yeah, she's you know, vol- she's voluntarily ready. I'd say she she's ready to go, <laughs> but her body needs to say, right, I'm ready to release. Yeah. Um, and we're right, we're open to anything. Like I think it's crazy when people go, I'm not I'm not having a Caesar. I'm not having this. It might not be an option if it's, the option is this or a healthy baby and mum. Then you go with whatever they say. Right. And that's why when we went in the first time, they said baby's coming out in an hour. We're like. If that's what needs to happen, and that was five weeks prem as well, so a real shock. Um, but if that's what needs to happen, that's what happens. And you know, we spent the next ten days in the um, special care. Yep. You know, and at that time, it was like really tough. Like the first night when we left, well, Lucy was in the hospital for five extra days, and then we both had to go home. So five days where we were driving back and forth that first day we basically drove out of the hospital car park crying and pretty much drove all the way home and at that time it was the worst thing ever but this time shall pass you know that that time passed and we're four years later five years later and yeah yeah such different i mean we i only went into the hospital the other day because during COVID lockdown stuff we haven't been able to go in and even see the place so you know you normally do it too you do all the classes None of that. No, we turned up the other day and and we asked the lady. She said, "Oh, well, yeah, we can have visitors now because we weren't allowed to have visitors." First thing in my head was, "Do we need to tell people?" You know, <laughs> maybe we can just say, "Oh, no, no, they're not allowed visitors." Yeah. You can see it once we get back because I feel like I just want to have it and have our time and not yeah. have too many people around. And then when we're back home and we're more comfortable, have people. But that's yeah. I reckon that's, that's a fair totally thing to ask people. To be honest, I think. Um, Look, in saying that, I exact, we had the exact opposite because our family is like, you know, very excited and want to come down and, and see the baby. But I, I hear a lot of people now saying, wait till we get home. You know, the other thing also too, that those first three days, that's where you learn the most, right? Because you're watching the nurses. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. You know, they're going to be you know, pick doing up a everything. process for everything. Exactly right. And you just watch what they do, pick up a few re- like things from then. And also too, like they'll – They'll pick up pretty early what kind of baby your baby is, whether it responds to the cuddles or whether it just wants to go down or whether, you know, it needs to be held for a little bit and just pick up those cues from there. Mm. Um, not to mention the, uh, the poos in the first few days are pretty lethal. So, oh, but they do all that, don't yeah. I don't have to do anything. No, you're getting, you're getting pretty early. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. No, well, apparently you've got to do the, the this first isn't a retreat, right? This is. <laughs> 
I was having a like, because I did. It was a spa. There's a spa room in there. I was thinking, beautiful. Yeah, if I can bring my homebrew, I'm going to be set here. I might not leave. It's the most calm thing. I mean, chaotic trying to manage everything at home. Triangle at sandwiches, mate. The tri- you get the triangle sandwiches coming every couple of hours. That's starting to good. sound better. Like, when can we book in our second? <laughs> the cheese and crackers. Yeah, but in the hospital is my first like calm moment yeah. for yeah. About six months, really, where you just go, oh, gee, this is all right. This is nice. Did you did you find yourself talking like that? I did. I I spoke to the nurse. I said, "Is this is it always this calm?" And she's like, "You haven't been out the back. That's where the <laughs> chaos occurs." <laughs> she's going, "If you think it's calm, we're doing our job. That's good." Well, let me, let me tell you a story. So, um, so my sister's got three kids, and her first um, is twenty one now. So we're talking, you know, quite a while back. Um, and at the time, my brother-in-law, very keen fit, fitness man, always hungry, you know, always at the gym, pumping iron, always hungry. So anyway, they go into labour and he calls me up. He says, it's about an hour in, Damo, I'm starving. Can you bring down some chicken for me? He's at the hospital. They're, an, hospital. Hour, they're an hour in. Because that's not much really. No, no, early well, days. It was early days. Um, but he knew by the time that I got, got down to Red Rooster or whatever and – and got to him, he'd be, he'd be, he'd be like famished by then. So anyway, I, I walked in and I had a totally different experience in the hospital to what you did. It was, it was like going into a war zone. I could just hear screaming, babies crying. I'm a, I'm a young man at this stage, early twenties. I'm like, this is enough to turn me off for the next few years. Um, Anyway, as I'm walking towards... Didn't even look at another woman for a couple of years after this. I hope I'm not scaring off here. Cut straight to the next. (laughs) Well, this is what I'm thinking. Like, it's all calm, but the reality is it's not going to be calm. Not not at the time, no. But that time shall pass. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I'm walking down and as I'm getting close, because he's... he's, I can't remember if he texted me or called and told me the room, but as I'm getting closer to the room, the screams are getting louder. And you're, you're checking the room... And the numbers are getting closer. You're like, oh, that's the room, isn't it? The room room that the chaos is occurring. I'm about to go in. Exactly. So I walked into the room (laughs) and just drop it outside the door. I left it outside the door. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. I walked in and my sister's there. I could see she was in a world of pain. I fortunately went in just at the time where she was kind of halfway, you know, had a bit of a rest moment. I looked at my brother-in-law's eyes. He's like, he was, he was like, (laughs) mate. I need more of the chicken right now. <laughs> so I pretty much dumped the chicken and left. Um, so that's pretty much my own, my own experience of the, uh, of the, of the natural. Yeah. I mean, so you've had a difficult, this is the, what we we're saying earlier, like everything's different. So people can talk to you about it being a difficult birth. It might be a crazy birth, but there might be complications. And then so they can't talk to you about that. They can't talk to you about what that might, you can. And that's why I kind of think let's just have the approach of take it as it comes and do, do what we do, do what, particularly what dads do is MacGyver it, yeah. make it work. And, that, and that's the thing also too, that's where the pressure comes because if you've read in a book or someone's told you this is the way it should be, it doesn't go the way. Exactly. Then you start thinking, oh, what's going on? What's wrong? You put pressure on yourself. Um, <laughs> Which was one of my reasons why I said oh, I only read a bit of the book. I did start the, uh, was it The Expectant Father? Is that the one you recommended to me? Anyway, I started reading it from about the I, I, don't, can I, I, t- I, I picked it up from the seven-month mark onwards. Okay. I thought, yeah, the first six months are already done. I'm <laughs> fine with that. I know what happened. <laughs> I just slipped to the end of the book. See what happens at the end of this one. <laughs> so how do you go? How did the last two months go? Yeah. Oh, I don't want to give away the twist. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a climactic ending. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. 
But I'm actually just about to read the, the last sort of extra add-on about IVF, which um, maybe we'll, we'll tackle another time because that's something I'm pretty passionate about, uh, having gone through it, and uh, it's a pretty crazy experience, the whole IVF. Um, but that's – I reckon that's really changed my outlook, as in we were absolutely at the point where we thought it's not, not going to happen. So we're either – we're going to foster or adopt. That's That's our only option. And then – here we are. And even the first, in the first sort of 12 weeks, we were going to those appointments going, yeah, yeah. I, I know that at some point someone's going to say, yeah, it's, it's done. Yeah. yeah. You were, and it wasn't until you heard that heartbeat and that, that you were like, holy fuck, we've got to do this now. Yes. This is real. Jesus. What am I, gonna, I didn't think it was going to be real. Um, but so often that you hear that, like, so I mentioned earlier that um, my partner went to the ultrasound clinic. It was actually an IVF ultrasound place. And she'd always come home with stories of people who pretty much this is our last cycle or, no, this isn't going to happen for us. And that's the one. And it's almost, I don't know if it's a mental thing, a psych, you know, psychological, whatever it is, it's almost like, yeah. When you relax, when you relax, or you let go, or whatever, the body kind of. But I mean, it doesn't always happen that way. No, and, and it, in that that wasn't always. In hindsight, I didn't think that was the best advice from people who kept on saying, "Well, you know, that last one, because where's your, where's your line? There's, at some point, there's got to be a line that you make, regardless of what anyone else says. Otherwise, you go crazy. You would absolutely go crazy if you keep because you, every time you're going into it. As much as you go, oh, I know it. No, it's probably not. There's an investment. So as soon as you're invested, there's a disappointment. You can't keep managing. Like, if you keep rejected, getting rejected by girls, you stop asking them out. You know, that was my uh, teenage (laughs) please. Not anymore. Not anymore, Moon. Have you discussed strategies? What have you discussed? Like, what are you? Well, we've got the we've got the. Some um, people got playlists. Some people have got massage. We talked about the playlist, but then I keep hearing people going, "I made a playlist," and she just threw the iPod at me or something. I'm like, you know, I really like my music. I don't want, I don't want to invest in a playlist. There's not going to be here. <laughs> so again, I might make a playlist if I have time. But I'm okay with it if I don't. If I don't, I'm just gonna. We're gonna make it work. Yeah. Um, I just I, I do what I can. Do what I can to get to the point where I've got a baby that's healthy. And how, how do you go with that kind of thing? So this this is a genuine question. So, so I, you know me. You yeah. know that I am that guy that gets so frustrated over computers that don't work, or if, if someone changes a timetable for me that I thought I I'm like irrational umpires in the footy i'm like a 12 year old kid things go really emergency style calm i've always been in emergencies i go the other way i stress the little things the big things i'm pretty cool with so i'm hoping but i'm saying this now next podcast the reality (laughs) i'll tell the truth of what actually happened i'm not looking forward to it because i mean the reality is you're in a room of experts right you're in That's a room it. of experts. We we actually had um when with our second, um because it was like an elective 
uh, not elective, but a planned cesarean. You know, it was all really pretty calm. And um, we had like um, a students in there and um, we actually had like about two or three obstetricians that were just like, you know, catching up with each other, having conversations in the corner. And it was just actually so calm because we could just feel one, it will say there were so many experts in the room, but everyone else was just like so high and of like, oh, we do this every day kind of thing, you know, like so it will depend a lot on, um, you know, there's you and, you and and your partner, the experience that you'll bring to it, but the people that you're in the room with as well will make it. That's it. I mean, our obstetrician is fantastic and you now I taught his kids so that helps because we know each other. But um, everyone says you've got to watch out for this or you've got to do this. The reality is just because you had one, two, maybe even five kids, the people who are doing this for a career, they've delivered thousands. I'm pretty okay with dealing with letting them yeah. tell me what to do. And, if they, and you know, even sometimes I think, you know, my obstetrician will say, all right, we've got some options here. I'm like, why are you asking, why are you asking me to decide? <laughs> I know you want to get inside it. What do you think? Because I'm pretty happy to go with <laughs> yeah. what you think because you're the professional here. Yeah. Um, and you know, people, I'm okay with people who have particular reasons for certain things. Um, they go, oh, I don't want to do this. But the reality is <clears throat> I'm pretty happy to go with the people who know what they're doing and that's their career. Um, it, it's almost, is it? I don't know if it's stupid, but to come in with an idea of what you want and it want to be pretty clear for you to go against people who have been doing this for, for their entire life. Um, but that's just my personal opinion. Whatever people want to do is fine. Um, trust the professional. I just, yeah, we could we could do with a you got one priority. Trusting professional at the moment in our society would be a good thing. Yeah, yeah, you got one. You got one priority in that room. Yep. Or two. Oh, yeah. You want you want yeah your little baby to come through oh, safe, and you want your, but you're probably not going to have much to do with that until until it's out. Yeah. And until it's I'm, out, I'm on support duties. You're on back padding. Uh, water grabbing. No, I'm not good at this stuff. <laughs> water, water grabbing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm the. I like to complete jobs for people. Oh, okay. I'm good with that. Yeah. That's the way I can show my love. Yeah. Um, but so you're good in the it, slits, but you're not going to wicket keep, is what you're telling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I just I'll, I'll do what's required, but the uh, the, the the patting the back stuff. Yeah. I don't know how well I'm going to go with that. Yeah. You'll I'll do, right. I'll do what's, right. what's wanted. Here we are. If she says, I need this done, I'm there. What, give me a, she's got a word as a task. Oh, give me a job. No worries. I'll do that. <laughs> give, me, give, give me a due date, <laughs> deadline. Yeah. So, Quantify it. Right. All going well. Baby's out. Yeah. Worked out the nappy situation in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Any advice on the diaper situation? Anything? So get home. Because um, that's, that's what I'm thinking. I, that's the, the moment I love. Right? I'm going to walk home. I'm going to walk in the door, and it's going to be our home, our baby. Nursery's there. You're on. Well, number one, you're about to realize the superpowers of baby wipes. Like they, I don't. You'll you'll never live without baby wipes ever again. Even once your baby's. Yeah, you know, up and older, and 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 you know, often driving her car, off and all that kind of stuff. You still have baby wipes because baby wipes are amazing. I, I was sitting on the, I was sitting on the uh, Friday night, had a few couple of beers. Footy comes on, turned, went to the red, had a glass of red in my hand, 
And I shit you not, I dropped red wine all over my white T-shirt. Baby Lucy baby grabs wipes. baby wipes and it was like something off one of the ads. It cleared up this red wine off me and I was like, what the hell is in those baby wipes if we're wiping our baby's ass with it if we can get red wine There's out of a, a white sorry, T-shirt? It's gone. Like, it was gone. The stain was remover. gone. And I'm talking like a plain white cotton it's, T-shirt. This is – you won't believe it. So you, you will not believe it until you've tried it. I'll be honest with you, never used a baby wipe in my life. Like why would I? Like and I've seen them around. I've gone, oh. why would you use baby wipes? Just get a tissue like it. But that's not going to – that's not going to Now I use baby it. wipes for everything. So yeah. like – Little ones running along, dirty hands on the wall. You know, like you can buy that great, that white eraser stuff that cleans walls. Baby wipes. You don't need the white eraser. Baby so you reckon wipes. I'm going to be out there cleaning my, um, like my I got my white kits Converse, you know, my, like my white Converse shoes that I wear with jeans. Clean them up. Baby wipes. Like, yeah. yeah they're like, you are not going to. Baby wipes, have them at the ready. So are they like, are they next to the change table or we got them? In oh, they're everywhere. They're, they're everywhere. stationed around. Yeah, the house. I've, you've got them in the glove box. You've got Next them on the dining the table, dining the table. kitchen table. You've got them on the, you know, the change table. You've got them in the baby bag. You've got them everywhere. Baby wipes are there. Baby wipes. I'm not playing. I'm not just like hyping these up. They are, are amazing. Anyway, um, so early days changing the nappies. Um, look, number one, you'll watch the nurses. Yeah. Right? And they will throw your baby around like it's a beef burger at McDonald's. Like they just flip it up and they throw it and they toss it and then you'll get in there, right, and you'll be all gentle and you'll never, like, you won't be able to do it, clean it as well as them. So, so you've got to be, just early be a days, bit extra bit firm. It's just been doing it multiple times. Like the how long does it take before you're going, is that right? Is it like oh, are we talking because it's like 8 well, to 12 a day, right? Yeah, yeah, early days. So let's but say most of them are wet. Most of them are not, especially early days. Depending on depending if you're breastfeeding and and that kind of stuff, what kind of what they're drinking, you only have a few pooey nappies. Yeah. The wet ones are easy. You can do those one handed while drinking your beer with the other hand. Yeah, right. But the the, the dirty ones, they start pretty bad. It's a double hander, which is what you're saying. Is it? It's definitely, definitely a double, double hander. hander. You got to put your beer down for that. So it's, a, <laughs> it's 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 they're pretty bad to start, and then then they even out. I don't know. Yeah, they even out, and then well, we'll get to it in a few more months when they start yes. eating yeah. foods, and then it just it goes. It's crazy oh, talk again. And then it's it's like when they start eating normal food, or even like not even normal foods, but like yeah, solids and stuff. Like we're talking. We're talking. Do you, do you notice the change that's occurred? Because now I'm thinking I'm going to handle a, I'm going to handle someone's shit. Now at any point in my life, I mean, maybe the dogs. Yeah, every now and then when you picked up a dog poo, you're going, yeah, it's your own. You clean it up. That's fine. So it, is it? Was there a changing point where you went like, I'm a guy that doesn't handle shit to a guy who's now handling shit, and I'm okay with it. Like, is there a point? Yeah, I think um, you get used to it pretty early, mate. You get used to it pretty early. The first time you cop one of those ones that are like pretty bad, you, you they're pretty bad. So you just need it's an experience. You just got to get in there and go right. Okay, I, I dealt with that one. If I can deal with that one, exactly, I can do anything. Yeah, and and you think there's no there'll be never be a poo worse than that, <laughs> and then the very <laughs> next day, it's all up there back. 
It's oh. exploded. I'll, I'll, I'll give you one. So we were exploded. So oh, actually, exploded. I wasn't there, but Lucy was at um, our local like you know shopping center, and basically <laughs> ran in without ran in with a little one without like nappies and stuff, thinking I just need to get this. No, no, no baby wipes in. No in baby hand. wipes in hand. <laughs> right. So there's rule the number one. That's, rule, that's mistake nursery. number one. <laughs> Anyway, so she copped it and it was like it's basic explosion. And so she had to walk so when you through say the explosion, shopping. I'm talking. It's, it's not projectiling out of. No, no, no. I'm just talking about smear factor is extreme. Yeah. And, but. Oh, no. You'll have these moments where, like, what, well, like, if I say that to you now, you're thinking shame, right? But that is just, you just live with that. That's like, just, are you thinking shame at the time? Or nah, you just, like, you just nah. like, get get to the car. Don't you I'll judge do me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't well, you there's judge. a lot of people looking at you going, oh, man, sorry. That's, I, I've been there. I've yeah, been there. Exactly. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. It's just the younger you who's 20 is walking around getting, yeah. Oh, you, you won't even bat an eyelid. I, I, I heard on the radio once this lady was. Driving just work, driving to work or whatever in the morning. She dropped her kids off at childcare and she's driving along. She's looking down at her fingernails. Oh, a bit of Vegemite. And she's like, oh, actually, I didn't have Vegemite for breakfast this morning. And you won't even bat an eyelid at that. It's just what you do. It's now. just what you do. Like, I, I think in a couple of weeks I'll be able to go, I've got you now. But right now I can't actually understand that. Like, <laughs> I know it'll happen for me and I'm confident it'll happen for me, but I just can't understand how, you, how my okay. mind will switch from this. How do you to normally that? go with that kind of stuff? Like, you know, school teacher, we've had to deal with kids' vomit and stuff like that before. Yeah, Are good. you pretty good with that? I'm not too bad. So I've I'm, experienced I'm a good. lot of it because, you know, I've never really been with the younger kids too much. I mean, yeah. But yeah, yeah I've never had, you, you just game on, aren't you? At whatever point, when you when you're away on camp with kids, you are that's what they need. So you're there. So if you need to come now, and see me in the middle of the night, this is what I'm fine. talking about. You're on game on. Your game on starts sometime in the next next week. It's going to be practice matches are starting for um, the AFL, but this is real deal for you. Camp normally only goes for a week. <laughs> you hand it back <laughs> at the end. You go home. You have Friday night pizza. You do nothing for the weekend. Watch footy. Drink a few beers. You don't yeah. do another camp for twelve months. Maybe <laughs> this is. I'm going to turn up here, do my work, then go back there, in, back into the war. Yeah. That's that, what it's like. It's, nah, you'll be right. So on the weekend, I'll, I'll give you this one. On the weekend, we sent our four-year-old off for her, she's her first sleepover at her cousin's. That's exciting. So we just went back to one, yeah. right? We went back to one and our little one is 18 months. So, you know, she's still in nappies and... So still demanding in that sense of like, you know, we've got to tend to for that kind of thing. And I actually said to Lucy at the end of like Sunday afternoon, like at the time we thought it was really difficult with one, but like the, what we did today, we just like, you know, I'll jump in and I'll, I'd muck in and I'd do that and then you can go do something. And then as long as you do it working like that, yeah, you'll be fine. Like yeah. you'll... There'll be times, I mean, there's times when I'm just like, like we, we make a game of it. Like whoever smells it first has to change it. Like you just, you'll, you'll make it work. But you never admit to smelling it. You just get no, to it. Exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, like, Lucy's got the worst smell as well. Like I walk into the room, I'll be like 20 metres away. That's a good point. I am the same. I can smell it. No worries. Oh. Whatever. And I'll be like, she's like, no, I can't smell it. <laughs> 
I reckon she's setting me up. It's been, this has been a four-year deal. Which is like, right, I think we're going to have kids. I'm going to do the smell thing. I'm if you, pretend, oh, is this with the dogs? Is what you're talking I'm about? Anything. Like, I'll go, is this gas there? Oh, I can't smell. I guess she's been, all this time she's been smelling it, she's setting me up for this moment. Yeah, that's because you didn't this read is, chapters one to six of that book earlier, right? That's in chapters she's been one playing to six. the long game since day one. She's going, oh, no, 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 I'll be changing nappies left, right and centre. Yeah. Nah, the na- look, okay, nappies, you don't have to worry about nappies. So they're nappies. not that bad. Nappies are not saying, that bad. Are you saying to me on this, Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll nappies give you, I'll give you another thing. Let's, let's put a silver lining on this. So we don't know what's going to happen in regards to breastfeeding and, and stuff like that. But to, to be honest, early days, dads, we don't actually have a lot of opportunities for bonding other than sitting, cuddling and that yeah. kind of stuff, you know, like as far as like you mentioned earlier that you're task driven, right? So what's your task? Use that as your task. So, you know, that's your thing. Like yeah. she's going to be like, yeah, she's going to be right. feeding I and stuff like that. I can change the nappies. You can change yeah. the nappies. Uh, I, I'm loving that because it yeah. gives you, you, I, you know, I've heard gives this you a bit. It gives us something and you want something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you mentioned that you're going to look at maybe doing one of the, one of the feeds at night just to yeah. give her a break with the sleep and stuff. But an, well, I've, been told, I've been told that's what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. Apparently I'm doing that. Is it the ninth? Is, this is what I mean. She's read the book, so she thinks it's going to all go to this time. The 9.30 feed I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's around that time. I, I did that. So we, we like, if, you, if you've got a three-hour, a baby that's doing a three-hour cycle, so what, what would happen is that, yeah, about seven-ish, we'd have a feed or the baby would have a feed and pretty much as soon as she's finished feeding, off to bed, partner's off to bed, and then you're changing, playing with the baby, that kind of stuff, put it to sleep, it'll wake up in a couple, like an hour or so later, two hours later. We, we can say she to, on this podcast because it's all, it's all daughters. We can say she. She's a daughter. Yeah, because the it sounds funny, that's all. Yeah. yeah. We know no, it's a she. Yeah. She, yeah. Unless it was hot, unless you get a surprise in the next week, that'd be interesting. Yep. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll tell you that for another day. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, then you'll um, – then you'll yeah. So then you'll do the feed again, and do a bit of a play change. So let's say eleven. You're in bed by eleven, and then yeah. she's had at least what uh, your partner's had at least four hours, maybe five hours sleep before the next one. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. And and during this time, I can do that in front of Fox Footy too because they've yeah. so on Monday night. You get 360 yeah. straight into what are the I forget it's, it's, uh, talking footy. Talking footy is on another one. The couch. You got the on the couch on straight the couch. into that, yeah. and I record a few of those, so I'm running the whole night. Yeah, That's AFL perfect. 360. Monday night, I would on. I would always go AFL 360 every night into like, into on the couch. On the couch. Yeah, because then, then you two keys. Yeah, and then the other ones on the might, mic on the maybe, mic on yeah. Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm starting to get excited. What are we having? Oh, baby. That's right. We're talking about baby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's exactly right. I think I got through, um, I got through three seasons, three seasons of Ozark. Um, yeah. Yeah. Have a few ready. I've got a few. Definitely got a few. Oh, we were watching, um, Homeland at the time. So we got like through about five seasons of Homeland. Well, yeah, well, the partner's thinking Homeland is something that she might be interested in. So we could we go back to the state. You want something that's extensive too, don't you? Yeah. And that can be a lot of people are saying that's a way of you having time with your partner where before you used to go out and do stuff, yeah. you got a series to share, which we do really well. well at the moment, 7.30 we hit the couch 
Eight out of ten cats does countdown. That's our thing. That's our thing. So what is got it? Oh, no, of, yeah, oh, it's great. That it's hilarious. Yeah. You, if you, if people out there, if you haven't seen this show, you can. I've watched the multiple episodes and still still laugh. Joe Wilkinson may be the funniest guy I've ever seen. <laughs> He's hilarious. But that's our thing. So you get a thing that you actually do, and um, that's your connection. It's the old going out for dinner, which you 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 probably don't do it now. Do you um. So um, just while we're talking about this idea of that series, sharing a series, have you ever watched, have you ever gone on without letting your partner know? No, no, I haven't. No, no I haven't. probably but good. good a, couple of, <laughs> a couple of times because she's not, she doesn't, if it's slow, I love a slow burn, not so for her. Yeah. So I can tell when she's about to lose an episode, a series, and I'll just push on with it. And I'll tell her I've gone on and she'll like, that's good because I was not really into that. So that, I've, I've picked it up now. So it's more so you're, you've continued when she's given up on it. Yeah. That. But yeah. you've, well, never gone out, you know, you've never gone on and watched it. Is there, is there a story here? Have you done no, this? No, 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 I haven't either. I've just wanted to see. Because you've got to be gonna, careful. I would never no, do that. No. Yeah. That'd and be if I did, I'd just watch it again and pretend <laughs> I hadn't. Yeah, you, just, <laughs> you just pretend you've seen it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think this is what I reckon this is what's going to happen next. <laughs> you just sound like you're so, how did you pick that up? Hey, I just, I'm attentive, you know. I've got a real feel for these things. <laughs> I think that's that's a good way. So actually, um, that's probably there's a lesson in that. Let's go back to the the fatherhood. There's a lesson in that. Is that that's it's the okay way to that's, white lie. that's the way to approach it. Is just to to play it dumb sometimes. It just so I only just revealed to Lucy um, probably so our oldest is four about a year ago that I um, when when she was the little one was. Under like maybe eight months, I was playing with her on the couch. And you told me this the other day, didn't you? Yeah, I turned to get to the remote control, and she was like, "You know, she's at eight months, so she's starting to experiment with her walking and stuff." And she basically head somersaulted off the end of the couch, and I, well, I was expecting the worst. Looked over, and she's just looking up at me, smiling, laughing, but. Took me two years to, to actually to, to admit it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good you admit it. I would have probably kept it. Like, if there were no visible signs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just, well, I just wanted, just I just wanted to make sure that, you know, like even a year later <laughs> when she started walking, the, the doctors yeah. did say, look, she's got a bit of a crook <laughs> walk. You get, yeah. You get to the point that you got that year two parent teacher interview <laughs> and you're like, well, hun. Yeah, you, know, you know, you know, I had that day where I was looking after her. I was watching the footy. Yeah, her reading levels aren't quite up to where she should be, but I, reckon I think I know, I know why. why. <laughs> Seven years later, uh, I told you to never leave the remote over there. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I reckon we've done a good. We've covered some good ground, and next. Well, I'm, I'm glad we've actually had a, a decent conversation because you know. You'll probably arrive at work with your pants on backwards <laughs> and your one brown shoe and one black shoe on in the next couple of weeks. You, you know how dang like I'm, I want everything right. It's I'm I'm not going to have everything in all my ducks in a row for years now, and I that, how am I? I'm going to kind of learn to deal with that, aren't I? Look, I'm going to let you in on something here. I'm going to let you in. I've never had my ducks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> that like so you've heard of like bro code. There's a bit of a dad code, right? And um, secret society. We always, yeah, secret society, and we always kind of 
play it up a little bit to make it sound out like it's harder than what it is. All right. So it's actually pretty crazy. And I'm just going to come in and go, oh, it's so hard. (laughs) But we've had to play, like, it's part of the being a dad. You have to keep up this facade. Otherwise, if people think it's easy, then everyone's going to go and try it and want to do it and be part of the club. Yeah. And we've already got a population issue. So so that's good, good. Well, I didn't know that. Thanks. That's a, you're the first person. That's, is it because? Well, it's only because you're a day out. I probably day. wouldn't have told you this yeah. last week. But I reckon you're close you're enough probably now. Actually, there's one of the clauses in the club that you kind of are like, oh, hang on. Like I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm hoping I won't be kicked out of the club. Yeah, it, for this, but <laughs> it's best. It's actually pretty crazy. Oh, now, look, right. In all serious, in all all jokes aside, there will be tough times, and there will be times where it actually is really crazy, and it will teach you to just take things a little calmer and take yep. things a little – like we spoke about this the other day, like you already started to experience it, like what are your priorities in regards to work-life balance and things like that. It's, you know, there's there's it's, a lot of lessons, much more than a pooey nappy that you're going to learn yep. in the next few weeks, um, which are going to be much you know, longer-term lessons for you, which are going to be really positive. It's not all, it's not all yeah. just a grind. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's some perspective in there that um, – yeah, certainly, you know me, I'd probably need that little bit of perspective, that little, you know, that this isn't everything. Uh, there are other things that are more important or you're doing this for a reason, which a lot of dads have already said to me. Wish me luck now. This week could be the big one. By next my next one, yeah, we'll be able to say, oh, well, changed my first nappy and you were wrong. It was really hard. <laughs> How are you? How are you wrapping presents? Who normally does the Christmas wrapping? I, I went to it because I, I was single for a long period of time. I went through that period of time where I was like, I could wrap presents, so I get nieces and nephews, and my Everything's brother in to bag. this day. And I used to like, take my time, watch some YouTube clips, and I thought I was good at it, and they still bag the crap out of me. I was just bad at it, apparently. So I, I can't, I can't see myself any good. Thank you very Give it a shot. I might go home tonight and do a bit of a practice run on a couple of them. On a couple of. Like Christmas well, apparently, well, she, yeah, <laughs> uh, the uh, she's got the the nappy wraps at home that oh. she went through a whole origami process in front of me the other oh, day. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, this is a bit so of. So you're just going to make sure yours doesn't end up a crane or stuff like that at the end. <laughs> is this yeah. what we're supposed to do? I can't do a nappy. It is this crane <laughs> created. So you going? Are you that. going? Uh, you going cloth nappies? I didn't think we were. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think we were. Yeah. Uh, there was uh Wait, Hang on, are you doing the, cloth, a, the fold ones or the ones that you pull up? Because, again. It's a combination. Is it and things have changed. And I believe. This is an episode in itself. I believe the change has come about because of a wrong order. Ah. <laughs> so we're doing, we're doing the sliding ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah. inserts. Inserts. Yeah. Inserts. That was what we're going. Yeah. And then. We needed more inserts and suddenly these wraps arrived and so oh. she did origami and now I've got to learn an origami. That's end of story. Yeah. I'm learning you know, some origami get, have, and there's some inserts. You should be eating so like, it's a bit of a combination. You should maybe have like burritos and stuff for the next – or like tacos <laughs> or stuff for the next few nights of dinner just yeah. to get the folding practice well, going. I you know, I'm, it's like keep one up, two sides in. This is the issue. I always put too much in my burrito. Like a, yeah. And you just get a bit like hungry. The first one you're okay with, the second one you're like, oh, I'm so hungry. And like, is that good? That's probably good practice because there have been some, <laughs> some burrito explosions. Well, that, that's, so that's yeah, pretty much exactly the same. That's preparation for what that's I'm right. about to, to that's do. Right. Yeah. I think you, you nailed it. Yeah. 
So next episode, we're going to be talking about, all right, done the first nappy, what, what, are, what are the next couple of weeks? So every fortnight or so, we'll, we'll kind of look at where, yeah. and, I, and I'm going to be in it. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to be asking you, yeah. what's the next two weeks? Because all, all this, everything's but this is it's a ruse hypothesis to help me. at the moment. Isn't it? And, and to be honest, oh. I'm, I'm 18 months, four, like four years for the first 18 months. I've, I've forgotten, to be honest, a lot of the early days. The, the heartache, maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, I'm, maybe I'm um, glorifying it here a little bit. Maybe I've forgotten a little bit. Can you so glorify you, it as much as you can? It's <laughs> so making you're, me you're feel better. You're gonna need to remind me. You're gonna need to remind me. Exactly. I'm gonna come on next week and go. You said it was easy. <laughs> you're an idiot. This is what happened this week. I never said. Did I actually say it was easy? I didn't actually say it was easy because we're recording. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, I can play it back if you want. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure if I said it was easy. I just said it's not as bad as what as as what it is yeah. paid, paid out to be sometimes. But yeah, next week I think you'll be. Uh, we'll have probably some more specific questions about yeah. what about this, what about that. Yeah, you know, and we, I think you just you got to play it. Yeah, as they come, you know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like the Donald Bradman, right? You're just gonna be up there, Glenn McGrath, just bowling him at me, and everyone that you play slightly different eras. Uh, Bradman so, McGrath. Yeah. But, I was just um, going. For, I couldn't <laughs> think of a high level bowler. Warney. Warney and Bradman. <laughs> slightly different eras. Oh, well, just I want to be the best in the Batman. Punter. Yeah. Uh, Tendulkar. Same. Okay, I'll be punter. Yeah. You just, you just throw him at me, and I'll just see what, what I can knock away. Yeah, just bat him away. Eventually. I'm going to miss one though, because that's what I do. Yep. That's, yeah. And that, so that we're not trying to solve problems. We're just having the conversation because yeah. having the conversation makes it easier. Yeah. And as much as guys say we don't have to talk about it, we all need to. We are, and, we, and you and I both generally believe that we want, we want to raise young um, boys through our school who are like that, who, who can actually say, I'm, I want to talk about this, I need some help. Um, it's kind of what we're doing here. Yeah, we're not we're not superheroes. We're normal human beings, just incredibly good looking human <laughs> beings. Hey, uh, I got a question for you, Shane. Yep, throw it out there. Uh, aren't you, Dad? You came. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs>